Hello, and welcome back to Dr. J's Peaceful Meditation. I'm Dr. J. Moreland. Today's talk discusses karma, and especially collective karma. Today's meditation will be a Tonglen meditation that helps us exchange negative thinking with positive thinking. I would like to take a moment to thank our listeners from around the world. We now have over 11,000 downloads, and we are being heard in 118 countries and territories and more than 1,600 cities. I sincerely thank you. Last episode, we contemplated about how our life is short. In this episode, we will discuss karma again, but this time from the global perspective. We call it collective karma. We can so easily disconnect ourselves from our fellow human beings and say to ourselves, that person has nothing to do with me. When a mass shooting happens once again, we call it sad and disgusting. But how can we feel our connection to the victims? How much really do we see our connection to the tragedy? Thousands of homeless people die somewhere on a sidewalk or back alley due to extreme heat exposure every year. But do we really see that this has anything to do with us? Sometimes I think when something truly bad happens like war or famine or the Holocaust, for example, unless we are the victims or the relatives of the victims or we are directly affected by events, we really don't connect to the degree of pain from that suffering at all. Even worse, we can say to ourselves that this war or that shooting just goes to prove that karma does not really exist. How could it? How can those people deserve to suffer and die? How is it that the innocent children had it coming to them? Before we jump to any conclusion, we need to understand that what happens to people, whether good or bad, is the result of so many interconnecting factors. To make it simple, we can categorize all factors into two types of karma. One is individual karma, the other is collective karma. And of course, those two karmas are always intertwined. Everything that happens in our life, whether it is a war or someone's death halfway around the world, or the sufferings in our own backwoods, every cause, big or small, if we scrutinize them closely enough, we can see that they all fall into one of these two categories, two types of karmas working together. Nothing escapes the law of karma. So why does this matter? Because we all play a part in collective karma. If we deny that karma is real, if we discount it, then we also absolve ourselves of any responsibility. 
We are part of a bigger universe, and although our actions seem insignificant, collectively, our karma is more powerful than we can imagine. Here's what I mean by that. The mass shooting was probably the result of easy access to guns combined with someone with a mental health problem. It usually is, right? We can point fingers at one thing or the other, but we, as a society, are partly to blame. All of us have allowed easy access to guns. All of us have not created the conditions that can help people with mental illness enough. The homeless person who died in the heat is all of our fault too. Global warming is really created by all of us. Every time we drive a gasoline car somewhere or turn on a light, chances are we're putting carbon into the air. The lack of housing for that same homeless person is our fault. We have the resources and the know-how to create more affordable housing, but we, as a society, we create a system for the rich to get richer and the poor to get poorer. Who is at fault for war then? For hatred of foreigners? For anger at those who are different than us? We are all a little bit to blame. Some much more than others, of course. Now, will we solve all of our problems with meditation? The answer is no. That would be rather Pollyanna in the view of the situation. However, our thinking drives our actions and our speech. If we want to have any positive influence on any negative situation, it is up to us as individuals to begin to change our minds. Taming our mind is not just good for ourselves. It affects everyone in our society. If we all had a mind that was more tamed and less affected by emotions or lies, our action and speech would be more likely to result in a well-reasoned and effective thought rather than a simple reaction that creates more problems. I like to think we would be much less prone to all of these negative circumstances we are experiencing right now if we all had better thinking. No one can do it alone. These bigger world problems can only be addressed collectively with better thinking. We can gradually move things in a better direction a little every day. In other words, improve our collective karma. And here is the quote of the day from Kazuaki Tanahashi. We are the visible and invisible effect of limitless karma, individual and collective social actions. Meditation. This will be a Tonglen meditation that helps us exchange negative thinking with positive thinking. 
a practice of compassion for ourselves and for others. Find your meditation seat and allow your mind to settle slowly into peaceful awareness. Sit relaxed with your hands on your knees or in your lap, with your back straight and your neck and head straight, chin tucked slightly down, tongue to the roof of the mouth. Your eyes should be looking down at a 45-degree angle just beyond the tip of your nose. Notice how it feels on your seat how your breathing feels. What does the environment feel and sound and look like? The first part of the meditation will be self-compassion. After that, we will work on compassion for all beings. Remember, compassion means to be free from suffering and the causes of suffering so that this deity will cleanse you of all negative thinking and suffering. Once again, visualize the most compassionate image or deity that you can create. You can pick any deity or image or person that is most compassionate to you. Place that image at arm's length from you and above you in life-size form. Imagine the quality of compassion radiating from that deity or person and showering down upon you golden rays of compassion that bless you and bring you great peace and indeed eliminate any and all negativity and suffering that you may be experiencing. Now pay attention to your breathing. Your breathing will now represent the removal of all suffering and the revealing of true happiness. With each in-breath, you are pulling in all of the blessings and rays of compassion and happiness from the deity. Imagine with every out-breath that all suffering and negativity is leaving your body in the form of soot or dirt, exiting down and out the soles of your feet. On the in-breath, as you feel these blessings coming into you, you can imagine that your body is gradually losing all suffering and negativity. Count your breaths if you wish, and at home you can do three cycles of seven breaths, or a total of 21 breaths, and pause the podcast while you do that and then return.
all that negativity has now left your body. Now your body is clear and luminous, and certainly more compassionate and loving, because all of that negativity and suffering has gone. Now take that image that you've created above you and dissolve it inward into its heart center and then dissolve that in through the crown of your head. Dissolve all of those qualities down into your heart center. Imagine that all of the qualities of compassion have been dissolved into your body, speech, and mind. Now imagine that you can radiate out to all beings, all compassion and loving qualities. Now let's start working on compassion for all beings. Now that you recognize your own compassionate nature that is luminous and clear, you will share these qualities with others and eliminate their suffering in the process. Now your breath will work in the reverse way. With each out-breath, you will radiate your compassion and we'll be eliminating all suffering for others. With each in-breath, you will be breathing in the soot of other beings suffering and negativity. However, magically, in your heart center, this soot and smoke becomes purified and is converted into more compassionate and clear energy that you can radiate out again. With each outbreath, as you radiate out these compassionate qualities, you can imagine that your loved ones are right in front of you and that they are receiving the blessings of this compassion. With each in-breath, imagine that they too are having all suffering and negative qualities come flowing out like smoke and that you breathe in and convert their suffering into peace and happiness. Expand your awareness to include other beings around your loved ones so that they too can now receive this compassion. Expand to imagine your friends, your posse, your co-workers, and they too are receiving the blessings of your compassionate radiation. Expand those blessings out to those who you have difficulty with. They too are receiving these compassionate blessings from your heart center. Expand to those who you are indifferent to. They are receiving the blessings in equal measure. 
Imagine now that these rays are going out in all of the directions to all beings and to all corners of the universe. As your compassion reaches each being, they, in turn, begin to glow with a radiant and luminous light of compassion that also radiates out in all directions, filling all space, reaching all beings, and giving these compassionate and loving blessings. Now rest in that feeling of universal compassion. Rest in your own compassionate nature. Now, as we come out of the meditation, try to bring some of the feeling of calmness with you as you go about your day. Remember how this feels and recapture the feeling whenever you can. Now I recommend that you say to yourself, through this practice, may all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. This completes today's teaching. Have an excellent day. Check out our Facebook page and give us a like. Rate the podcast and leave a comment of how we can make this better for you. Send us an email at peacefulmeditation at yahoo.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. All suggestions are appreciated. The content of this podcast should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical or psychological questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are only that of Dr. J. Moreland and do not represent that of my places of work. I would like to thank my co-author and editor, Haitang Moreland, MBA, my Spanish editor, Dr. Diami Liriano, and music and audio director, John Moreland. You are amazing. I would also like to thank Community Health Centers Incorporated in Utah and to thebuddhapath.org. I'm Dr. Jay Moreland, and you've been listening to the podcast called Dr. Jay's Peaceful Meditation. Love and blessings to you all. <laughs>